0: what's up you guys welcome back to the down in the dirt podcast where we are getting dirty talking baseball that's right you guys we're going to go back to the down in the dirt brand as i start to get back into podcasting i know it's been a while since i've released an episode Uh, for those of you that don't know maybe you don't follow me on social media but i started a baseball organization two years ago uh, in the spring of 2021 And that has now grown and evolved. I have over 15 teams. I have a youth program. I have a high school program. And just recently, the beginning of July, we moved into a brand new facility here in Cypress, Texas. 1% Academy, where athletes destined for greatness are coming to train. So very exciting, very exciting for me, very exciting for the organization, for all the kids that I have that I'm able to make an impact on in the organization. Um, So the facility, we have four cages, two 70-foot cages and two 60-foot cages. It's really nice because two of the cages on each side, a 70 and a 60, they both have dividers, so we can split the cage in half and we can turn those four into six. Uh, we also have a few different screens where we can turn the 70-foot cage and the other 60-foot cage. Uh, we can divide them too, so we could get to eight cages. Uh, we have three mounds in there, so we're able to do live at bats. We also can open up the whole uh, inside perimeter of the nets, all the nets for all the cages pull back, so we can open it up, have a big infield, defensive area, any kind of speed and agility. So it's very, very exciting. Um, if you are ever coming through the Houston area, you know we have a premier baseball of Texas facility right here in our backyard where they host tournaments. Every single weekend, a lot of people are coming through and playing there, especially from out of town. So if you're ever in the Houston area, we're 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away, come swing by, come check out the facility. We're gonna have day passes, we're gonna have memberships where you can come up there and hit, have a place to work out at. We do have some exciting things that are gonna be coming later on down the line that's gonna be additions to the facility and I cannot wait for those to start taking shape, be able to share them with y'all and really just be able to give them to the athletes to have those extra avenues and opportunities to be able to get work in. So anyways, I, I give you guys that spiel because now starting the baseball organization and really getting into the travel ball stuff and and developing kids and helping guys get recruited and play in college, which that's like, probably one of my favorite parts of all this is is that process. Um, but i now, I just, I have a lot to say. I have a lot that I want to talk about and address. You know, some controversial, some you guys might, may agree with, but I just want to Put as much information out there and, and knowledge that i've gained as i can to help you guys and so i have a great coaching staff around me um it's also i mean i have my former division one head coach from prairie view he has come on staff and he is working with me so that's extremely extremely cool for me but having the staff that i do you know now podcasting to be able being able to have round roundtable discussion with those guys and just talk because um, we're all on the same page so i just see a lot of value in being able to podcast again. I wanna get back doing this consistently. I look forward to being a voice in you guys' ears through your speakers. Um, All I ask is please, if you're gonna listen to the show, please send the show to a friend after you listen, share it with somebody. That's the only way that my message is gonna grow and I'm gonna be able to make a bigger impact on the game is by you guys using word of mouth and sharing this podcast to a friend. Before we dive into the show, I want you guys to go check out my brand, 1percentathletics.com, where we are striving to get 1% better every single day. Go pick you up a 1% better shirt. We're always striving for greatness. And while you're at it, also check out the Jays website, opajaysbaseball.com. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll be able to follow everything that we have going on, all our tournaments, kids, you know, recruiting successes, um, everything that we have going on at the facility, all the camps. Lessons all those kind of things you guys will get notified and uh, just be a, a supporter of Jays baseball And so I had a topic that I wanted to record a episode over today For any of you guys that follow me on social media at Carson Lee 5 on Instagram and at 1% better on TikTok, Then you guys would have seen the video that I posted earlier this week where I was talking about things that high school guys and even eighth graders are doing when you guys post these videos on social media and these coaches are watching the video and there's things that you guys are doing that are potentially turning off these coaches completely and scaring them away or they're just making them skittish of recruiting you and, and hesitant of recruiting you and so i made a video going over a few of those things and and today I, I really just I feel like I had a lot more to say than just a, a two minute social media reel. So that's why I wanted to do the podcast and talk about this topic. But one thing this summer, all of my teams, we played in at least two events that college coaches were guaranteed to be in attendance. And so both of them had 30 plus coaches in attendance. And my two older teams, my uh, class of 24, so my juniors that are becoming seniors, they both played in two additional tournaments that had college coaches that were, that were there and it wasn't even promoted as such. They just happened to be out at the ballpark. and I mean, there was tons of them just watching around, watching games all day. So they got an opportunity to play four tournaments in front of those coaches. The other, other groups had two. And the cool thing that I liked about the two tournaments that all my teams played in, Uh, the two that were like set from the beginning, like knowing we were going to have coaches there, both 30-plus events, is that at the end of each game, you would have three or four coaches that were there watching your game and evaluating. Those coaches would come on the field and talk to both teams together for five to ten minutes and just go over evaluations of what they saw. And so I heard a lot of college coaches talk this summer about just recruiting in general, things that they're looking for, and... There's a few things that were said, and I'm gonna continue to dive into this on further podcasts, so make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast and you have your notifications turned on for when a new episode drops. But one thing that really stood out was that as college coaches, especially the bigger schools, because this was a D1 school that said this, so he said, you know, for us, we have the pick of the litter. We can literally take any kid in America because there are Power Five schools. So he's like, you know, they're uh, anyone's going to come to our school. But it applies for all the other divisions as well because there's still so many kids out there playing baseball that are trying to get recruited into play in college. And so he said, as college coaches, especially with social media, we are looking for reasons not to recruit you. And he went as far as saying things as simple as stuff that you guys are liking on social media. Like if they go through your likes list and they see that you've liked some video, you know, of, of, I don't know, those popular social accounts, but like it's a party and maybe there's alcohol or there's drugs that are in the video. You like that, that immediately turns them off and says, man, I don't want this kid. They're looking at every little detail with you guys and going through all the check boxes because you guys have to remember when they're recruiting you, they're not just recruiting you as a baseball player, they're recruiting you as a person and your family. It's a whole package of you coming to their school, and especially for the bigger schools, but any school in general now, just because of the way social media is and with all these NIL deals and just the amount of money that's in college athletics, but all these schools are their own brand. And so they're not gonna bring anyone in that's going to tarnish that brand. So if they even have a hint of suspecting that you may be into you know, being a crazy partier or a crazy drinker or that you do drugs because that's the stuff that you're liking on social media, then that immediately turns them off. So that when they're recruiting, they're working backwards to, to get the players that they want. They're taking all the things that they don't want and looking at the guys that fit those categories that they're interested in, and then they're crossing all those boxes off. And they're getting rid of those guys. And they're narrowing it down to the guys that have the the values and morals that they want. And then they start evaluating from the baseball side. So when it comes to you guys putting these videos on social media, your highlight videos, which don't get me wrong, I think that is great. And I am a, a massive supporter of it. For me, with my organization, I heavily use social media. I put... Every single video that I get from my players of whatever they're doing, um, you know, any kind of game highlight, I put that on our social feed. And I I do that because, like I'm saying, I understand the power of social media. I know that anyone in the world can see that. You never know who's looking at it. And so it's a tool to utilize. But for so many of you guys, y'all put these videos on social media and, you know, I'm scrolling Twitter and I go and watch them. And man, the swing looks great, you hit a bullet. But then we watch the rest of the video and look at the other things of how you play the game. And you're dogging it down the line, or you're taking a lazy turn around first, or maybe the guy bobbles it in the outfield, and because you're not hustling, you only turn it into a single, and you can't get a, a double. And so those are little things that, cause I mean, I see it guys, you know, it's something that stands out to me and I'm not even watching these videos in terms of I'm trying to recruit you, I'm trying to bring you into my school. Like I'm just casually scrolling and watching and seeing what guys got. And it's things that stand out to me, I see it. So I know that for a college coach, when they're watching your video from the perspective of a evaluator, of I'm interested in bringing this kid on campus potentially, they're gonna see those things. <laughs> the, the video doesn't end just because you made contact and they'd stop watching they're watching you get down the baseline they're watching how you make that turnaround first they're watching if you tried to hustle into second on, on a possible hustle play or you know are you hit a ball in a gap and taking an aggressive turn around second possibly getting three you know what kind of turns around the bases are you taking are you taking a big wide turn going into right field coming around first base are you taking a direct cut to to second. These are all things that these guys are watching. It's all the little intangibles that you guys forget to remember that make a difference in the recruiting process. Because when it comes down to it, guys, if you're playing at that high level, that high level caliber of baseball that majority of you guys are playing at, you know, high school, travel ball, uh, even youth travel ball. If you're playing at, at that level and having any kind of success, then for the most part, your skills are on par with everybody else. Now, yes, guys are talented in different ways. We all have strengths and weaknesses. We all have things that we can do well and things that we can't do well. And then you have some guys that do have elite tools, whether that's a five tool player, or you know maybe they have an elite arm, an elite power, elite speed, but those guys are a dime a dozen. Like, honestly, think about it. How many of those guys do you actually know that are like, MLB draft pick caliber players like top draft picks top 10 rounds or a power five top recruit out of high school like It's it's very slim a lot of guys fall in the middle of the pack and there's nothing wrong with that So you guys got to understand that when you are kind of in that middle of the pack What are you gonna do? That's gonna help you stand out to get recruited because everybody does well what you do everybody can play defense everybody can hit Everybody has a little bit of pop. Everybody can has an idea of how to run bases. Pitchers can pitch. They have two to three pitches they can throw, maybe four. They hopefully throw strikes, because if you're not throwing strikes, you're not gonna get recruited. That's a different topic for a different day. When it comes down to it, a lot of you guys are, are very similar with the type of player you are. So what little things can you do that's gonna separate you in a coach or a recruiter's eyes, or even a scout, because this you know, scouts look at this stuff too, that's going to help you create those opportunities. Because when these coaches are, you know, scrolling, scrolling Twitter and they see you and they see a video they like, they may reach out and say, Hey man, like I really like you. I want to get you on campus, come do a workout workout for us. Well, if you're the guy and this could be if if you're someone that's even on their list and you're not going to know if you're on their list right unless they've had any kind of previous contact with you but if there's someone that they're watching you from afar like the coach is following you and he's keeping up with you then you really don't know like where you stand in their eyes as far as like a recruiting priority so you know you post a video like this and you could go from man we were a week away from reaching out to this kid and bringing him on campus and and exploring scholarship opportunities to now, I saw this video and this really turned me off into what his character and his play style and his hustle's like. And so now I'm not gonna necessarily cross him off my list and say he's a no-go, but he's going down on my list because I wanna continue following him from afar for a little bit longer and see if this was just a one-off thing or does, does this become more consistent in all his videos? So those are the ways that you guys hurt yourself I'm not necessarily saying that this is gonna be an end all be all, that just because you didn't necessarily get out of the box hard that someone's gonna say they're not gonna recruit you. So you always gotta play the game as if you never know who's watching. Because when you guys go play in these big tournaments, whether that's Perfect Game, that's 5-Tool, that's PBR, Uh, Y'all know they have all those all these guys out there with cell phones that are working the tournaments that are taking video for the purpose of Putting on social media. I know five tool in Texas does a great job of that I mean running an organization and like looking at my Twitter account on high school weekends I get per team probably four to six videos that are posted during the game and that's just like an average sometimes I get more sometimes I do get on the low end, but now you take that per team, and I mean, I'm getting 15 to 20 tag notifications a day that, that our guys are getting posted on 5Tool. Um, and I know other tournament organizations do that as well. There's different things across the country. So you guys, you know, when you are playing in these tournaments, and these guys are taking videos, and this stuff gets posted, and they have a network of college coaches that are following their feeds. You don't know who's seeing that stuff. And it could be the difference too in you're getting recruited. Because if you do lace a ball off the wall, or lace a ball in the gap and the guy bobbles it a little bit and you make a hard turn around first and you go head first into second and you just barely beat the tag. Like, that looks good. And then you pop up, you have a little bit of energy. That looks good. Looks really good. Versus if you hit that ball, he bobbles it, and you're standing on first base just dabbing up your first base coach, putting on your sliding mitt. It looks terrible. So it could be the difference either way. And you being pushed off of a list or knocked further down off a list... Or it could get you on a list or get you to, hey, man, I really like what you did there. The intangibles, I want to bring you on campus and and see what you're about, work you out. Um, So you guys got to be conscious of that stuff, man. You got to be conscious because you never know who's watching. And it's just there's a way to go about playing the game. That's how you should play the game. You should play it hard. You should hustle. And you should just play it the correct way. And If you do that, opportunities are going to open up for you. I promise because that's the kind of player I was I like to think that I was a dirt dog. Um, I tried to always be the first guy off off the field and the first guy on the field Um, That was something that my dad implemented in me I mean he would he would get on me if I wasn't that guy and you know it it helped me stand out I didn't get recruited because I was the first person to run out of the dugout or first person to get off the field but I stood out when coaches were at the game because, man, look at that kid busting his ass every single inning. He's the first guy I see every single inning. It makes a difference in these guys because these coaches, like I said, are looking for reasons not to recruit you. They're looking for things that are gonna separate you from the other kids that are gonna fit into their program. So my biggest advice that I can give you guys is just be conscious of when you're playing the game. Remember this because you know videos are being taken. You guys know you're gonna post on social media. You know these tournaments are gonna post on social media. I know y'all all all ask your parents, your mom, hey, video me so I can put it on Instagram. That's awesome, you guys. I love it and it's gonna help you. But make sure you're going about it the right way so it doesn't hurt you. So that means you're always playing the game hard and you're busting it down the line. You're hustling, playing with energy. You do that, you have nothing to worry about on your videos. And so then when you go to post them, you're gonna stand out, you're gonna be that guy. And like I said, opportunities are gonna open up for you and you'll be so grateful that you played the game that way. Just remember that you guys, um, if you do have a video that, that doesn't look good post contact, then I probably wouldn't post it or maybe edit it down to just the swing. You wanna make it look as good as possible. And you gotta remember that the game does not end when you hit the ball, that there's more left to, to what you gotta do in the game to be a successful baseball player. So that's my tip for the day. I hope that helps you guys out. Make sure that you guys are subscribed to the show so that you'll get any notifications for when new episodes drop. And like I said, man, share this to a friend. Help a friend out. Help them have good social media videos. You're gonna help spread the message. And make sure that you're also following me on Instagram and TikTok. Keep up with me, keep up with the Jays. Keep up with my coaching videos. And thank you for getting dirty with me on the Down in the Dirt podcast. I'll talk to you guys next time.